0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, the Erasable Podcast, the one and only podcast for people uh, by and for people who love wooden pencils. Uh, this is episode number seven, and I am your, uh, one of your hosts, Andy Welfley from Woodclinched. And uh, joining me today is uh, the... Uh oh, man, I forgot what my pun was going to be. <laughs> oh, I do remember what my pun was going to be. Okay. Um, joining me today is a man for whom I would gladly take a bullet... Pencil. Uh, Johnny Gamber. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Great, how are you? Very good. Uh, Tim may be joining us later. Uh, he has family obligations today. So uh, he he's out until he can get back home and he will text me if he can join the call. So uh, we may be adding him later. It's kind of a, a special episode today. Not only is it episode lucky number seven, um, but we have our first guest ever, which is really cool. Um, we have—I uh, I don't know if uh, you pencil fans have been watch- reading along, but there is a uh, blog called Pen Paper Ink Letter. Uh, I just call it People for short, the PPIL um, blog, and uh, the host of that or the, the proprietor of that, Heath Cates, is on the line with us. So, hey, Heath. Hey, good to be here. We're excited to have you. I'm—I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this. We've—we've we've never had a guest before, and I'm—I'm I'm excited to have you on. Me too. Very cool. All right. Um, so, uh yeah, I guess we'll kind of jump right into it um We'll kind of go through some of our fresh points and then um get into the kind of the, the main
1: topic where we're going to be talking more with Heath um,
0: Johnny, what are some of the, some new things in your world
1: uh first new thing is the gorgeous new notebooks from um word notebooks hmm. the indigo edition mm-hmm. um what was it last spring they started coming out with um I don't know if they're seasonal or uh, periodic editions, but they've got a couple of special editions that are really, really nice. Um, they did the bandana ones a few months ago. And uh, these are sort of like um, Japanese inspired prints on um, an Indigo background. And there's, they're really, really pretty. They look really good on the website. And of course they're way cooler in person. And um, the nice plug for word notebooks are some of my favorite graphite paper, or they have some of my favorite graphite paper. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's got a little bit of a tooth, a little more than field notes, so you can get a little more graphite on there. But it's definitely not rough. It's like perfect, hmm. close to it. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the bandana ones.
0: Really? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is, but yeah, for some reason they just didn't do it for me. But some of the other ones I really liked.
1: Yeah, those leaf ones are really cool. I yeah. didn't get those.
0: Yeah, where do, where does one get these word notebooks? Just straight from them,
1: or? Um, I live in sort of a hipsterish uh, neighborhood, so sometimes we can get them around here in person. Um, mm-hmm. And you can go to wordnotebooks.com. Okay. I should do that. And they're, uh, I think they're like 10 bucks a set, and their shipping's pretty
0: cheap. That's cool. And are they comparable, kind of in dimensions, to field notes?
1: Um, yeah, they're almost identical, I think. Okay. So they might
0: be exactly identical. Yeah. Heath, have you used the word notebooks?
2: Yeah. Um, they sent me some uh, pretty early on in my blog, and I checked them out. Uh, some of the camo ones were some of the first ones I did. They are uh, they have a good paper. It kind of works for everything. So mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, I get them direct from their website since since the first batch. I just go back to the source. That's cool. That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, we never talked about the uh, standard memorandum on here because by the time we started, it was uh, pretty far past the new year. Yeah. But um, for anyone that doesn't know, they made this cool little, like, um, it looks like a planner, but I think you're supposed to use it like a diary. Type like tiny little date book. It's really really cool. It's way smaller yeah, I, in person than it looks.
2: Yeah, I use that every day. It you might can get uh, six or seven words per day.
1: <laughs> uh, like micro micro blogging. Do they have anything to do with uh, bullet journaling? They have a sort. They're sort of. Um, their own like note-taking system they put an index in the front but yeah to be honest i totally ignore it and just use the lines that's a good idea (laughs) i really like the books yeah okay um also tim had mentioned a few weeks ago some pencils he bought at home depot Mm -hmm. they were uh made in the usa and home depot brand so i finally found some Mm. they're actually really awesome pencils hmm um they're round they've got a the finish is pretty good for 349 for 15 the finish is very good um the ferrule's fitted on nicely it's got a nice smooth right to it my daughter's already stolen a few of them they well, come in a in a tube which is cool
0: man i want these just for the uh sharpener with a drill bit on it <laughs> yeah i'm looking at it like i don't know if i want to use this but i totally want to try it yeah it reminds me of uh, i'm i'm looking at the picture here and i guess i can describe it for you it's they're made in the USA which is cool And uh, they're FSC certified, it looks like, by the picture on this Home Depot website. Um, By the way, if anybody wants to look at the – just follow along with the links we're talking about, uh, you can see our show notes at erasable.us slash 7. So that's kind of where we're going to – we'll have the links for this. Um, It's in the Home Depot orange, it looks like.
1: Yeah, it's very orange.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like – So do you actually put the sharpener in a drill – and sharpen it or would that just destroy the pencil?
1: Uh both, I think. <laughs> uh, like that's what you're supposed to do, but I can't imagine being able to have control of it. Or maybe I'm just really bad at using a drill.
0: It it reminds me of uh, an episode of like home improvement or something like that, where <laughs> Tim the toolman would go and <laughs> Exactly. He would go and you know was like, Hey, <laughs> I hooked a special sharpener up to a to a drill. That's awesome. It doesn't say Bickford. It doesn't. The Binford sixty one hundred.
1: What but they have, um, they have the same tube with uh, carpenter pencils that are also made in the USA. Hmm. I just picked up a couple of loose ones. They were like nineteen cents, and um, they have a regular sharpener for carpenter pencils that sort of rounds them out, which to me defeats the purpose of a carpenter pencil. But mm-hmm. if you like round points on your carpenter pencils, they're pretty cool. I hmm. Need to stop uh, by. And, I think we still have yeah. a Home Depot left. I need to stop by and get some. They're Um. They're, like, by the hand tools, and they're kind of hidden. I was, like, looking around for a long time before I found them, and then they're, like, you know, a whole case of tubes. Yes! Awesome. <laughs> and uh, Tim had mentioned that his didn't have um, very well-centered leads, so you can see through it and sort of pick out a good pack. I, I think I picked a pretty good one. Cool. And uh, speaking of sharpeners, we were talking last week about uh, the demise of the Coom Brass Sharpener, and um, I think Tim Tim ordered one on Amazon also. And uh, it showed up it was the true gen. It was exactly what it was supposed to be, a nice little single hole coolant wedge in uh, brass. Mm-hmm. But um, I mentioned my search for the double hole. And uh, Leslie Herger, I hope I'm saying her name right, she, uh, she sent me a message. We traded some cool pencils for uh, a brand new double hole brass uh, coolant pencil sharpener. Hmm. I, I have already like bragged about it to everyone that came to my house since then. And uh, in the show notes, I linked her to her Etsy store. She also sent me a cool um, field notes cover that's made of recycled vinyl since I don't use leather. And um, a really cool little cover for my daughter's field notes, too, which was really cool. Hmm. That's awesome. And um, my last point is uh, Cody Williams, also, who is in Charm City. We hang out sometimes. He made me a cool – he made me a field notes – cover out of a a yellow quarter of it's really cool because he knows I don't use leather and he also gave me a cool prototype of um, a wallet field notes cover so um, now he's got some stuff up on his Etsy page so I thought I'd mention it because I don't use leather but I've got to check out all this leather stuff and his notebooks are like ridiculously nice looking they're really pretty
0: does he still have have, I'm sorry does he still have this epic beard as he does on his Etsy store page
1: yeah I haven't seen him in a few weeks but definitely since then (laughs) it's
0: cool yeah, he's yeah, um, he's an interesting guy. He's the one who really likes the yeah. um, uh, railroad pencil, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and his Instagram feed, uh, I'll to put it in the show notes. He's got a lot of really cool um, railroad photography. Cool. Which, if you like trains, I like trains a lot. It's really, really enjoyable. He's really talented hmm. and very nice.
0: Yeah. He was talking to I me know. a little bit on Twitter about um, I want to try to find a somebody with a, a foil stamper, somebody who can just like take some pencils and you know, stamp my name and some other stuff on it. And he says he's trying to get one. So that'll be, awesome. that'll be good.
1: You'll have to come to Baltimore.
0: Yeah. I hate, I'm finding more and more reasons every day to come to Baltimore. Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: You're going to crash on my grandpa colored couch.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Hopefully I don't, (laughs) don't get marks all over.
1: (laughs) All right. Those are my, uh, my points for the, the episode.
0: I, um, you know, I had a whole bunch of points in, uh, in a field notebook and I actually left it at work. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. I had it out and I was scribbling some things and I just left it on my desk. So I sort of reconstructed it from memory. Uh, but I guess that's the problem with, um, with analog writing is, you know, it's not just on the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The only, the only cloud that's here is my memory and that's super cloudy. (laughs) Um, so, uh, kind of the biggest thing I've, I've noticed in the past, um, several days is, um, and I don't even know how I started following them, but there is a, um, a, uh, guy who makes, uh, metal combs. Um, like I I think they're like laser cut or, or machine cut or something like that. And he, um, he makes these super cool, like, uh, aluminum combs and, uh, on his Instagram, he posted a picture of a whole bunch of uh, bullet pencils, and a uh, caliper, and a little ruler. And he says, "Teaser alert! Teaser alert! Something altogether new is coming soon. Stay tuned here on Instagram or visit bulletpencil.com for updates." And I was like, "What?" I uh, I went to. Uh, I, I I in the comment in the comments on Instagram I posted uh, this is really cool can I email you I run the wood clinch blog and he gave me his email address and I have not had the opportunity yet I did email him back but we haven't had the opportunity to talk um but I went to the website bulletpencil.com and there's it, it looks a little bit like maybe he's going to make a bullet pencil
2: You might have uh, found him um he did a Kickstarter project for a field notes cover. It was a laser cut metal. Yeah. Cover.
0: Yep. Like with and, uh, the, with the skull and crossbones and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. He did a couple different ones. I actually talked to him, uh, on the phone for over an hour one day and he just has tons of ideas. And so he's been doing the combs, uh, for a while he's out in California and in the skull and crossbones kind of just what people around him wanted. And so I'm not sure that's his only motif. I've seen, he actually did a squid cover of, uh, the field notes cover hmm. on Kickstarter. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to know how bulletpencils.com. you did not already own that.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I think, I think I looked at bullet pencils with an S dot com at one point ah. and that was taken and he, he just has bullet And I guess if this is something he's been thinking about for a while, um, maybe he's had, he's had it for a while, but yeah, it's interesting. He it kind of reminds me a little bit of um Dan Bishop from Carus Customs. I don't know if you guys have ever talked to him. Um he's super cool and just really full of ideas and really kind of interested in what uh what other people are interested in. Like he, you know, sort of has like a CNC machine and is and knows how to use it kind of. Um so I'm I don't know if once I finally get to have a conversation with Jeff from um the metal comb works or not? Um, if I'll if I'll be allowed to kind of talk about what he's doing, but I I'm really interested. This this will be very interesting. So uh, hopefully I'll have uh, more report later. Um, did you talk uh, Heath when you talked to him? Did you talk about bullet pencils at all?
2: We didn't, but he emailed me uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, which is horrible. And he said, "Hey, I've got another idea. Call me. Let's talk about it." and i just have not been able to call him back yet so uh that might be what it was he's actually i think got another project uh and i'm blanking on what that was too mm-hmm. but um
0: we should call yeah. him right now in the podcast just put him on the spot be like hey hey you're live on air
2: you <laughs> might still be at work i don't know yeah we probably should that.
0: yeah that's that probably wouldn't be wouldn't be conducive to getting him to actually talk about stuff <laughs> um I also wanted to let let you guys know, um, we talked a little bit last week about these really cool sharpeners that uh, Luke Sinclair, he's an Australian listener, uh, moon, moon underscore Peel on Twitter. Um, he has a very cool um, shop in Australia that sells Japanese goods, and they have a whole bunch of kind of wacky uh, Japanese stationery. Um, and he uh, he sent me a bunch of cool stuff to send to you, Johnny, and to Tim. Uh, to kind of distribute. So I have um, these fun little, these adjustable point uh, sharpeners, and I have these really, like, kind of wacky erasers uh, with a little picture of, like, a. I posted on Instagram the other day. It says something like, uh, gatherable type eraser dad. I was like, (laughs) I have no idea what that means. And I went and I looked it up, and they actually have um, this whole, like, family of erasers. There's, like, a... There's a dad and there's a mom that's a little bit like taller and slenderer. There's a a son who's uh, uh, sh- a little shorter and squatter, and they all have little little faces on the on the wrapper around it. So it's just a little plastic <laughs> eraser, and then I have some super sparkly pencil caps, and so uh,
1: excellent.
0: I'm gonna I'm Water gonna com- yeah I'm gonna combine those with uh, some pencils I bought you guys in Georgia, and uh, send that out. You rock. (laughs) I was uh, so. How far are you from Atlanta, Heath?
2: I'm forty five minutes from this side of it, but about an hour from what most people consider Atlanta. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I was uh, just last weekend in um, in Rome. Actually, that's
2: a little bit further for me.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the, the the weekend before last. But yeah, it's a beautiful beautiful country down there. Um. What else? Today, kind of in the midst of a giant product announcement that, you know, Apple computers had, which, you know, we're not going to cover here in the podcast. <laughs> uh, although everything does look super cool. We, my, my company had a, we have a tradition where uh, whenever there's like an Apple product announcement, we go and get Chipotle burritos and we eat them while watching it on the Apple TV So that was fun. But in the midst of all this, uh, field notes sent out a teaser for their summer subscription. They did uh, notebooks. And I, it's only to the color subscribers and I'm actually not a color subscriber. So I'm only getting this from the field nuts people. Um, so, you know, they've been teasing for a while now that this thing is going to be just like super off the wall and like crazy cool. Um, so I have no idea what it is. Um, and they posted a picture of a bluebird on a branch. Hmm. And they said that this is not a teaser for uh for our summer subscription, but this is a teaser for where you can go to find a teaser for our summer subscription notebooks so there's a lot of interesting speculation on the field nuts uh facebook group, some of the activity there um so somebody guessed maybe Twitter, and the only thing we can think of there is they just tweet today tweeted patience as a virtue <laughs> um so who knows but uh you guys should all go check out and see if you can get to the bottom of this and if you do uh let us know and we will we will talk about it but actually, hopefully by the time we record next the next episode they'll have announced whatever it's gonna be
1: that would be excellent,
0: yeah but uh yeah, I don't have any I don't have any more information past that, but just something I wanted I to mention eager
1: this time well, kind of <laughs> my daughter declared today she doesn't like field notes anymore because they're too small, really you're four <laughs> there has yeah, got some very valuable additions set aside for her
0: <laughs> she's growing so uh so they should grow along with her
1: It's like it's not too small for color, and i don't want mine anymore okay <laughs> I came really close to a sunshine for you
0: <laughs> I came really close to um trading with somebody for some night sky field notes. um i really I really want to try the night sky because i just I just missed the boat completely on that, but oh. I was not able to get a hold of it. Um, so yeah I guess the last thing I was going to mention is just some listener feedback Um, we got an email um, from uh, Steve D D is a dog Um, it's a really really great email I was actually on the road to Georgia when this came in so I wasn't able to respond super quickly but um, I talked to him a little bit so he writes "Um, hey guys I had an amazing birthday yesterday and you played a role in making this year's birthday special I've attached a few pictures to show you uh, how Your Recommendations Influence My Birthday List. In these picks, you will see the following birthday presents unwrapped. There is a green uh, classroom-friendly sharpener. I love it already, and I've only sharpened two pencils so far. Uh, Field Notes Shelterwood Edition, and Field Notes included one of their Field Note pencils in the package, which excites me almost as much as the Shelterwood notebooks. Hmm. Um, a bullet pencil from Huckleberry Woodchuck, which looks looks and feels brand new instead of refurbished. It has a 602 stub in the pencil, and he included a Musgrave 100 t- testing pencil stub to try as well. Uh, one picture shows this new bullet pencil with my orange bullet journal, and they look great together. The person who got this for me as a gift doesn't even know about my orange bullet uh, bullet journal and my love of orange anything. So I was super excited to see the bullet pencil from Huckleberry, which also included as a special birthday wish in the back of his business card. I got some some gifts to support my love of coffee and bicycle touring which is pretty cool because I think that we all love bicycles and coffee as well. Uh, An insulated uh, steel flask pour over grounds, brewing system, super lightweight camp stove and USB coffee cup warmer. So he goes, the only thing missing would be a nice coom wedge sharpener and a larger selection of higher grade pencils to use. So uh, he goes, as a lefty, I've I've always struggled with what instruments to use. Um, I've gotten away from pencils because of the graphite collecting from the bottom of my hand. But I decided that it's much easier to wash off a bit of graphite after a serious writing session than to wash off ink blotches or keeping the right pencil, right pen handy at all times that dry, that dries fast. So thank you for your encouragements. I do all of my bullet journaling in pencil, and I'm loving it. Also, I'm a pastor, and I decided to write out longhand in pencil in my sermon first draft in the last couple of weeks. I usually draft my sermons in a text editor on the computer. However, by writing it out long form, I found myself writing shorter and clearer paragraphs, with better transitions throughout the sermon. I also found memorizing to be easier as well. So did it take me longer to write it by hand? I'm not so sure that it did when I consider the time saved on editing and memorizing. Thanks for bringing me back to pencils and making my birthday special this year. So, yeah, that was a really, really nice letter. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I have never written a sermon, but I, I do find that when I want to write a draft, sometimes if I just kind of want to you know, slow my brain down to the speed of my writing, I'll I'll write it out longhand like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, yeah. usually my hand's like super cramped up then, but oh well. <laughs> That's alright. <laughs> um the we had got another email from uh John Lim, who is a um, let me just find that email. He's somebody I've talked to before just about a couple things. Um I think you know you know he found when I back when I reviewed the Palomino Pearl the Blackwing Pearl, um, I had a kind of, I misordered something kind of like from in the grades of hardness, and he found that and, and corrected me in a very nice and productive way. So I like him a lot. Um, he says, Hi, Andy. Really enjoying the erasable podcast. Uh, the latest podcast about sharpeners have prompted this email. He goes, The brass comb wedge sharpener was a disappointing to me. I may just have a bad example of one, but I found that it consistently ruined the tips of my pencils. It would shear the best description I have. Just that final point. I have sharpened lots of pencils down to stubs just to see if it was me or the sharpener. This evening, I finally dumped it in the bin with a, following the shavings. Um, he says the M and R grenade, which I am not familiar with. Uh, yeah, did you know that one?
1: They call it. They call it the Alvin bullet.
0: Okay, let um,
1: me import it over here.
0: Cool. We'll get that in the show notes. The M and R grenade provides a much more satisfactory sharpen sharpen for less, usually one. He goes all that talk about lead and brass and Combe discontinuing their brass sharpeners. Uh, maybe in Europe it is different, but I've not seen any sign that they have stopped making it. Also, I got wondering about Midori brass products, of which I have a few. Are they all going to have a problem with lead? Bye bye Midori bullet pencil? Question mark. He goes, is it only a, and I think this, this next part is maybe a little bit tongue in cheek, but he goes, is it only a problem if you eat the brass? I have sealed away all of my brass <laughs> products as I have two young girls and would rather not risk their health. They have a tendency to eat things they're not supposed to. <laughs> Cheer, cheers, John. So, yeah, I, th- I feel like we've heard that from a couple people just about, like, um, the brass and just kind of health risks and things like that. I don't know, Johnny, if you had heard yeah, anybody I bought, talk about but, that.
1: Um, when I bought my Granata at, um, uh Dick Blick in Philly last year, it came with a sticker on the package hmm. saying that it contains lead and wash your hands after you use it and stuff like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: kind of weird. Yeah. I, mean, I don't usually like, you know, sharpen pencils while I'm cooking.
0: <laughs> but if
1: I do, I won't use a brass one. <laughs> That's probably a good idea.
0: If you have, like, a little stick of butter, you can, like, sharpen shavings into the, you know. And <laughs>
1: <If> <laughs> so, you don't. brass doesn't soak through your skin. You have to actually ingest it. So, you know, yeah. don't put your hands in your mouth. You're probably okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't don't chew
1: on your sharpeners. <clears throat> I also read that um, um folks that handle their keys, like, once or twice a day are already exposed to more leather than the uh, EPA or... FDA, whoever recommends anyway. So who cares? Oh man, we're all gonna go crazy and die from something else. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> cool. Well, that
0: about wraps up my uh, my feedback. And uh, yeah, I think we should kind of ju- just jump right into talking with Heath. Um, I guess as a little bit of an introduction, I, I found out about the, uh, the about Heath's blog. Oh man, probably. Probably about six months ago or so, um, I saw a review of a, um, I'm trying to remember which fountain pen it is that I saw on your blog, Heath, but I was like, wow, this is really cool. He does a lot of stuff. Like, you have a lot of irons in the fire.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And what I liked about it was, um, and actually, this is kind of the web development geek in me. I just noticed that you had, like, some really cool customizations to your theme and that you had kind of a lot of kind of stuff tied into it, so... I thought that was really neat. So um, I guess I'd be interested in just kind of finding out from you um, just a little bit of your background and about of, about your interest in in you know what you're talking about, pens and paper and, and letter writing and ink.
2: Sure, yeah. Um, the blog, if you came in six months ago, uh, interestingly, that, that's not too far after it started. Um, pen, paper, ink, letters started in October of last year. So I feel like it's been way longer than that because I don't even know how many posts we've done, hundreds of posts already. Yeah. Um and I think we hit three thousand tweets uh today. We have over a thousand followers on Twitter. it is it's kind of blown up a little bit faster than I expected. Um I had Heathcates.com uh before that and I had a just a category for pen I think I called it pen I can't remember. It was basically pen paper ink and letters or something like that. It just That was the name of the category. And there was just a few posts on there. I think I did a post on bullet journaling, um, and I can't remember, uh, a review of a pen or something. And just they got a pretty good hit in traffic. And so I decided, um, and I've heard you all talk about this in podcasts uh, before, you know, there's only so much pen and paper talk, uh, you know, the locals can take. Before you kind of have to splinter off, <laughs> and so I, I had a lot of people coming to HeatCates.com. I own a uh, a little IT company, and so uh, I had a lot of people coming to my personal website for you know things having to do with that, and people coming. I was actually doing uh, little mini book reviews, and so it just it was pretty spread out, and I didn't want it to get totally dominated by pens and paper uh, and pencils, uh. <laughs> and so. I decided I would just spin it off. And it was probably just one of those, you know, 11 p.m. uh, Let's just sit down and buy a domain and, (laughs) you know, stay up a couple hours longer than I should and and make something. Um, And that's really kind of how it started. And then I just, you know, looked around me and said, you know, hey, I'm already using this stuff. already have it. Let me just review everything I've got in front of me kind of thing. And that took probably, I don't know, I'm not done with that. I kind of ended up putting a lot of that stuff aside when people started uh, sending me some stuff. Off. But um, What would you say
0: was your first post that kind of really took took off big?
2: Um, the bullet journal one, because I did the bullet journal one for my main website, but then when I started Pen, Paper, Ink, Letter, I, I, bas- I can't remember if I rewrote any of it or just basically ported it over. I think I might have ported it over the category, just exported it from WordPress and imported it and so I had a few posts uh, on day one already. And that, um, that got, I think, I don't have that in front of me. You know, there were some comments, but I actually started getting emails from it and people on Twitter asking me about it. And, um, you know, like I said, I do, I do tech stuff. So, you know, from day one, I already had, um, I had, you know, the domain, I had Twitter, I had Facebook. I can't remember if I had Tumblr right at the very beginning. Uh, Instagram came just a little bit later, but, um, I had people contact me from different ways and the bullet journal was one of the ones that it just kind of, uh, people wanted to know more about it. And then the one that was not the first one, but the biggest kind of early one, uh, that was even bigger than that, but, uh, was a a post called notebook strategies. Mm. And, um, that's where if you look that up, you just see basically me nerding out about notebooks. I think I basically go through seven or eight notebooks and what I did with them and my thinking behind why I was using them for that for those things. The bullet journal was one of those seven journals or seven notebooks. Um, you know, you know,
0: I, I think this might have been the one that I I kind of started with on your blog because I definitely remember this. And yeah, you had I just looked it up right now. You had some really cool stuff on here yeah you talk about actual like you know actual journaling um which i'm I'm really interested in doing, but I'm really bad at so too, i yeah. yeah I definitely remember you know reading about the notebook strategies
2: yeah so um that's kind of the i don't know if, if that uh, answers the question enough, but that's kind of the background of getting into it um I've been blogging for much much longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Auburn. Uh, Alabama, If I don't know if this will <laughs> put people off, but you know, we uh, went to the, we have a pretty good football team, mm-hmm. and uh, back when I was, I can't remember exactly how old I was, but back when I was uh, just, the end of junior high, beginning of um, high school, I started a blog on Auburn football, and it just had stats and pictures, and this was back in the day when GIFs were not, uh, or GIFs, whatever you want to call them, were not, <laughs> uh, they weren't I don't know. I felt like there was a phase. It's kind of like '80s clothes. You know, they were original, and then they were horrible, and now they've kind of come back, and people accept it again. Uh, I was in the first round of <laughs> blogging, so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've blogged about all kinds of stuff. I've had blogs about. I did a bunch of local blogs for a while about like coffee and uh, and coffee shops and a bunch of other stuff. I won't bore you with.
0: <laughs> what is your uh, blogging? What was your blogging platform of choice back then? <laughs>
2: I believe that first one was GeoCities. Yeah, or is it, it might have been hometown AOL hometown. It oh, was one of those. I had one of those. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, every now and then, uh, I just try to go back and see if there's some cache of it somewhere. I found like a super late copy that I had somewhere, um, which I probably lost again. But <laughs> yeah, archive.org has no uh, no cache of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My, my first blog was on a live journal and I don't have that anywhere, but when I switched to blogger, I definitely, uh, still have some of those around and sometimes I go back and look and it's a little painful to look at, but yeah, Yeah, that's cool. So, um, so you kind of started in with, uh, with blogging about this kind of specifically, um, did you find that, you know, did you find pretty quickly that, you know, you developed a regular audience or did you, um, Did you have to just kind of go out and and find that audience, you know, from like the pen addict and from some of the letter writing blogs?
2: Yeah. um, You know, it was was not at all what I expected. So what I planned to happen and how it happened are not the same story. Um, The notebook strategies, it actually – it got several thousand views within like just a few days, which I was not – expecting and I think some of that came from Reddit and mm-hmm. some other like link sharing sites that are you know they were in subgroups that were like pen and people pen and paper people but they weren't um, it wasn't like uh, any of the other pin bloggers so you know people kind of found me uh, I think from the outside uh, of the world looking in it wasn't from the inside out and then um, just to give you know do credit I'm a member on uh the FP geeks forum and so what I would do is you know I would post you know I, I would write my post and if it had if it was a fountain pen review or an ink review I'd go over and I'd just basically write in their forum the review out and say hey you know if you want to also check out the blog you can go check it out here and I think there's that's kind of been the slow steady trickle came from FP geeks more <laughs> than any of the other blogs and then uh you know I got on a few Ink links, maybe uh, I know uh, gourmet pens and uh, I'm trying to remember. Um, Brad, I don't know.
0: I think Brad had a, had linked to you a couple times.
2: <laughs> he did, and uh, I I'll try to make this super short. The first time Brad found out about me, he was it was on one of his podcasts, um, and I I was I got a couple of links from Brad, and no, actually never heard of him. Um, I don't think, and I went and listened to the podcast, and the podcast maybe basically was. Hey, there's some guy I can't remember his name, but uh, he's doing something I don't <laughs> like on his blog, and so it was kind of a weird thing. I've actually met Brad since then, and you know he's a cool guy, and um, he's linked to me. But he just the way I was doing some things in the beginning, I think he just thought was was kind of weird. <laughs> uh, I have an index of just loads and loads of reviews called the Massive Review Index, and it, it has uh, pen uh, paper uh, has a few pencil links and just to reviews all over the web. Um, hmm. just kind of a centralized index for that stuff. And so, yeah, um, <laughs> that's the short story.
0: Yeah. Brad's, Brad's an interesting guy. I want to have him on here sometime eventually just to see if he, uh, see if we can stump him on some pencil stuff. Cause he stumps me on pen stuff all the time. So, <laughs> um, so cool. So what's kind of your, so you, you, you're you doing Pencil Week, or you just kind of wrapped up Pencil Week, which we'll talk about here in a second. It was kind of the the reason we wanted the timing for the show, to have you on for the show. But um, I'd be interested to kind of know what your previous experience was with wooden pencils, um, if you had any, and and just kind of, you know, what you thought and what you blogged about.
2: Yeah. Um, I People that, you know, that know me, they think of me as the tech guy, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm not really a, you know, I like gadgets just like everybody does, but I've kind of been a pen and pencil guy. Um, I just enjoyed that process. I've not always um, maybe used them super productively. I didn't, uh, you know, ace college or anything like that because of uh, my desire to use those tools. But um, yeah, I just, my mom was a teacher. Um, she was a sixth grade teacher. And so I can just remember really early, you know, she'd bring home, you know, pens and pencils and paper and all that kind of stuff. And hmm. so, you know, not that every kid didn't have pencils when they were, you know, in elementary school, but I probably just had maybe a little bit more selection or something. And hmm. um, I just kind of kept using them. So that was my, um, you know, I was mostly elementary school and junior high for me, yeah. pencils. I think that's the trend. And then pens more in high school. And then, um, yeah. And the using wood case pencils and, uh, in work, Mm -hmm. you know, that's another thing. I do have a, a digital calendar, but I actually, and they go to one of your, uh, your topics earlier. I write it down and then I take a picture with my smartphone and it, you know, I can then copy the text out of my picture. Mm -hmm. So I, I can still write it down first and so, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know that I can go any, much more specifically on. I have a horrible memory, so looking <laughs> back and trying to pull out, you know, in nineteen ninety seven, this is when wood pencils made sense to me, or something like that. I just don't have that, but yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Jo- Johnny, do you have, do you have any sort of a family connection with like an elementary or middle school teacher?
1: Um, uh, my wife teaches at a uh, elementary and I'm sorry, middle and high school. But that's it. You know, it's it's interesting because I feel like
0: so many people I've talked to who just as are interested in, in wooden pencils or at least pays attention to pencils are either you know like Tim, a teacher of you know of elementary or middle or high school students, or have a family member who is. My mom was a kindergarten teacher, and I feel like I feel like so many people have that you know that teacher connection who are interested in pencils. We should we should pull people and see see how true that is.
2: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um so you've always, you know, kind of used pencils and used analog tools. Um what made you decide to do pencil week? And maybe maybe tell everybody a little bit about what pencil week is on your blog?
2: Yeah. Well um I've always been interested in pencils. I'll say my interest in pencils has probably always been after, you know, looking into this, the wrong ones, you know, I used I use the cheap pencils that are the horrible pencils. I use the you know the the electric pencil sharpeners that just destroy your pencils, so I had no previous uh experience with you know the good ones. The quality ones are basically nothing that y'all have talked about in the last <laughs> six episodes um, so going into pencil week, it kind of was I've been following you guys on Twitter and your blogs and I do um when I first started uh the website, I would do. Ink links. Uh, I don't. That's. I think that's what Brad calls. It. I don't even remember what I called it. The basically, I did once a week. I did links to other people's blogs uh, and stuff. And so I was kind of following y'all already. I might have done a few things. I quit doing that for a good while, and I started doing that again not too long ago. And I started calling it winks. Uh, I love every, that. By the way. Yeah. I'm. It's, I don't know. People. I need to do a poll on whether or not that's too cheesy or not, but basically weekly Wednesday ink and uh, pen paper and ink links. So every Wednesday at noon, I post links, and I started kind of seeing uh, some of y'all stuff popping up again because I'd kind of come back into checking out other blogs a little bit more. And really, it just came from I want to use a better pencil. I want to use you know a better uh, sharpener. And so pencil week kind of came out of I want to put all this information together in my head and this is kind of the way a lot of my blogs have been. I'm just a research uh guy and I just love to, you know, spend a ton of time really figuring something out, just looking at all the aspects of it. And I've kind of learned that as an entrepreneurial uh thing, if I'll write that down or talk about it then, you know, produce something out of it, then it's not just going into my head to be forgotten later. Um, and so Pencil Week was kind of I'm going to just I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the research. I'm going to look it up. Um, in the first, uh, the kind of intro to Pencil Week, which basically um, it was a week long of every single post on the website was going to be about pencils, uh, pencils, pencil sharpeners, erasers. Um, so that was the thing. It started back on the 26th and ended on, um, I guess, on Saturday, whatever day that was. Mm-hmm. But um, so ran for a week, and that's what that's what Pencil Week was. In the first post, I I put. I admit right here on day one, I'm actually reading this to make sure, you know, people can know this is what I said. I'm not a pencil expert. I'm not a daily pencil user either. I've used pencils daily for almost the past month in preparation for pencil week. And I've done loads of reading and research, but consider but consider all in-house articles. Uh, so basically anything I produce, not the stuff that people submitted. Uh, just consider that to be spreading the word about pencils uh, it's not teaching a class this the stuff i put up. and so, you know, it was basically a spreading the word. I, when i got into um when i first started the website, you know, i'd been using ballpoints and gel pens. fountain pens were fairly new to me. so this is just kind of the next step i think. that's um, cool. yeah,
0: yeah. And, and i love how collaborative it was. like, you know, i know you reached out to me, i contributed something. johnny, you contributed a couple of things i think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't, did you have other other Pencil Week contributors?
2: Yeah, I had a, uh, and I, I'm not sure if I'm going to say his name right. Dryas from the Pencil Case blog. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, J B, which I know his initials, but I can't remember what they send for. From uh, <coughs> the gentleman station, uh, <laughs> the gentleman stationer. I'm saying that wrong. Yeah, no, I two. think you got it. Yeah, he did. Uh, he did the one on musgrave pencils. Uh, so, which was uh, which is interesting because I uh, I know y'all talked about them some and uh, he he bought like two just like Ziploc bag kind of deal large stacks stashes from them and uh, so look that up so yeah and I actually had uh, so those were the people that contributed articles um, um, Bob Truby's brand name pencils they were kind of the sponsor and they sent me just loads of vintage pencils which may or may not have been the best set up. I think it was it was neat because you know it made some of the articles be about uh, pencils that are not just the ones you walk into the store and buy, but uh, at the same time, you can't just go in the store and buy everything we talked about, but uh, I'm, you know it was awesome that he did that and then um, uh, Vanessa pen shop they sent me a, a pen a couple of other folks sent me pencils uh, uh, to do in that, so it was a lot of people had had hands on it. I definitely could not have done it by myself. And looking back, we did 36 posts wow. uh, in six days. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's super impressive. Yeah. I, I'm kind of a, just, you know, i I'm not the editor. I'm the, I'm the first draft guy and, <laughs> you know, I'm getting better at making it a little bit more refined. I, I try to not put out just trash, but if, you know, I just go for it, you know, I write, <laughs> I write what I can write. Same thing with everything else on the site um so i maybe have more content than most people on a daily basis uh and i think it's all good content but you know you're gonna find you're not gonna find a there 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 situation probably where i do that wrong yeah but uh you'll find uh you'll find grammar mistakes uh, you know and stuff like that i just that's just the way it kind of goes yeah but yeah so tons of people helped out it was a it was great. That's cool. Hoping the same, and, I, and we got even feedback that more people would be interested in helping uh, when we do the next one, which is already on the secret calendar.
0: So tell me about maybe some of the, the takeaways that people had from, from Pencil Week. Did you get any interesting feedback? Uh, any stories of people you've converted, things like that?
2: Yeah. Um, well, it's pretty obvious. Pen, paper, ink, letter. Um, <laughs> it's primarily been pens and uh, notebooks and uh, other accessories and stuff like that. And so that's what most people uh, who come to the website um, are used to. So it was a bit of a, uh, I think a surprise for some people. I've been promoting pencil week for a little while, but um, I think some people just, so so in other words, we had it all over the map. We had people who said, why are you talking about pencils?
0: (laughs) Shut up up about pencils already.
2: And then we had some people who were like, You know, there's nothing else on your website I care about. I'm only here for Pencil Week, and I probably will never come back. So, you know, um, I think the cramped, they did a – I can't remember what they wrote about. I think actually maybe they linked to your article, Andy, about starter pencils. Um, Mm -hmm. And I got got Mm. several people that came over from that. That was kind of – a lot of the comments came from people that had uh, come to Pencil Week through that, and they were interested in pencils. And so I think the starter pencil idea was good. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, every, I didn't have any individual articles or any individual posts that, um, I think threw people one way or the other. Just, it was kind of the idea of a pencil week, um, is just too much for some people, but some people loved it. I think, you know, just across the board, I really do think that the best thing to come out of is people are just exposed to it. People that are writing with fountain pens sometimes can be, you know a ballpoint pen is the most horrible thing so i think a pencil probably is it's i don't even I don't worse. Know where, yeah I don't, I don't even know where in in that world it goes but to a certain extent i actually think it might even be better because you know there's just kind of the artisan and the kind of hands-on thing of you know filling your pens with ink and i've kind of found in pencil week a, a kind of similar thing you know uh using the tools and sharpening and you know erasing in different ways and kind of doing all that so
0: you know i 've always found fountain pen users and pencil users they have a just a lot in common um, i I mean I love fountain pens i don 't use them super often but i um I actually mentioned i think when I was on the pen Epic podcast that you know when you're talking to a fountain pen user um, you know they they have kind of similar goals and kind of mindsets that a pencil user would and that you know it's kind of a it's a little bit of a callback to a like a different time of writing you're kind of you know, paying homage to the past just a little bit, um, because you're using something that's been around in that form for like a very long time. So, uh, I think pencils are maybe a little bit more pragmatic than a fountain pen is. Um, and maybe a little bit more, I don't want to say intrinsically useful because I, I think that's, that's insulting a fountain pen, which I, which I definitely don't want to do, but it's something that I, I found that they're definitely both kind of throwbacks to the past. And, um, I I definitely think I've gotten a, a lot more, um, a lot more connections and a lot more people who are interested in pencil blogs, um, who are fountain pen people, just kind of looking to see what else is out there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because yeah,
2: I mean, if, if you're going to spend the money that fountain pens, I mean, I know i have talked about this before, it can be ridiculous. Yeah, if you're going to spend that money, you know, it. Some people it is a collection, but a lot of people it is they want to use it, and so people that are writing letters to people, people that are, you know long form writing writing novels with a pen, you know they're even though they may be you know they may be think they're completely tied to the fountain pen, you know experimenting and trying new things you know with that i think is uh, it it can kind of broaden your horizons and it's just something else that kind of goes hand in hand I think so yeah I'm not. A novel writer. Uh, I've written several things that no one will ever read, <laughs> um, and so, but you know, and I write letters to people all the time, um, and so, and i have, I'm, my next one is actually going to be written in pencil. Uh, I'm not. There's um, one article, the first article I guess that I wrote in Pencil Week is, uh, and I hope people didn't take offense to this um it was called cautions warnings and when not to use a pencil and and i didn't want to throw people off on day one but you know there's just there are certain things that pencils aren't for and i figured you know let's start with you know the reality same thing with fountain pens there are just certain things that they just don't do and so i thought about kind of knocking that out you know you don't sign a check with a pencil. That's nothing against the pencil. It's not a knock against the pencil, you know, and everything I talked about, uh, like official documents and signatures, weather conditions, uh, archiving, grading papers, um, all of those things I talked about, I also kind of get counterpoints of how pencils kind of can maybe even fit in places you didn't think they'd fit. Mm-hmm. So,
0: no, I totally agree. Yeah. There's, there's definitely like, you know, in my bag, I always have a pen with me just because, you know you can't sign a check with a pencil and you don't want to you know sign some official thing with a pencil i know my yeah. my wife always like kind of rolls her eyes if ever i like sign a restaurant receipt with my bullet pencil cuz i cuz she didn't bring a the the server didn't bring a pen or something so
2: yeah. yeah yeah but i mean i think starting off the week with that i took all my pen people and said okay you can't complain I mean, you can't <laughs> you can't dis- you can't use the comment section of every single article to say you know pencils can't do this and can't do that, yeah, okay we can't let's just look at everything they can do and to me, pencil week was great, you know I just you know a pencil will be much uh a much larger part of my uh rotation than I ever thought it probably would have been um before the month, but even after the week, I think it'll fit it'll fit in better um hmm. and you know you guys definitely have helped with that, so that's well, been great too
0: well thank you and and so actually that that's really interesting because. Um where where do you kind of see a pencil fitting into your rotation? What do you you know wh- which one do you think and I I, I know we're, we'll talk about favorite pencils and everything in a minute but um where do you kind of see that fit in fitting into your workflow?
2: Yeah, well um I don't know if this will be considered blasphemy but I think a, mechanic, <laughs> a mechanical pencil actually is going to stay in um and <laughs> We'll allow it. <laughs> if I get muted for the rest of the show, it's, uh, I'm not
0: leaving on purpose. <laughs> la la la! I can't hear yeah. you. <laughs>
2: so, but you know, there's just some times that that makes sense for for me. But it's not it's not the most enjoyable experience. Definitely the wood, the wood pencils are much more enjoyable to use. But just I mean, they fit in the rotation for me. Um, just the ex- the experience and what you get on paper from, especially what I found with the soft the softer lead pencils. Um, it's just something you don't get any in any other way. I, um, I sketch all the time. Uh, and I have a, uh, I don't know if you know, dot grid co dot they make, yeah. uh, they're a UK based notebook, uh, maker. They sent me a, um, I mean, what size is it? It's a gigantic notebook. Um, it's UK sizing. And so I'm not going to remember. It's an a something, uh, or maybe it's not an a something, but, um, it's huge, and I've I've sketched my. Uh, it's an just, A3 notebooks. Is it A3? It's a. 3 its am uh, looking it's at, like at all- your your link right here. It's
0: the it's the blue cover. The sixteen point five by eleven point seven.
2: It's actually black, so I'm not sure if that's the same one, and just the monitor is looking is viewing it different or not. But it's the only dot dot grid dot co notebook that I have on the site. Okay. Yep. So, but um, but yeah, I I built my kids a a two story playhouse, clubhouse, fort kind of deal. Uh, a couple months ago over spring break and I sketched it all out and actually did most of that in pen because I hadn't really started doing the, the, uh, preparing for pencil week, but some of it I just did in pencil. It just made sense. Hey, I'm, I'm about to erase a ton here. So I think I'll be using a lot more for that. And I also do, um, I build web pages for people. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not doing, I used to have a web development company and that just was too much time and i don't have the skills to do all the back-end programming so but i still do a lot of like sketches of what things are going to look like for clients and um i think that a pencil makes sense at least for on my side before i show it to them of you know drawing out where things go and um you know it's the cliche it's erasable you know that's the reason (laughs) your podcast is named that there's just it's, it's gonna stay uh in that I'm still working a little bit on my. I like to have processes of how to use things. Mm-hmm. I've kind of gotten that with fountain pens and other pens, and I haven't 100% gotten my process down for how to carry the pencil, how to do the sharpener, all that together. Because I've kind of found, and I think this was even somebody else's advice, that the enclosed sharpeners just they've they've been jamming on me and, and getting full. So I've still got to work out where if I'm in a client's office you know where do i sharpen my pencil kind of thing
0: yeah that makes sense but, uh, yeah it's interesting because i i know that you know i work at a web development company and a, a lot of the developers who are there have kind of switched to a pencil because i've just kind of brought them in <laughs> so we have a, a few around and you know somebody's sketching out a you know a quick like layout or or wireframe of something and you know they'll they'll reach for the pencil now instead of the sharpie which they usually did and you know the stuff that i do i'm not a i'm not a developer but i do some just do some UI planning and content strategy, and it's perfect for just sketching out like little pieces of that
2: yeah yeah hmm. so I don't know if that exactly answers. it's going to be in my uh, in my rotation I'm just going to have a wood pencil there I'm yeah. still figuring out how it's going to be used and what all you know the case the use cases will be, but um, I'm going to have one.
0: Did you run into any huge frustrations when you were re- reviewing some of the older pencils or in any of your reviews did you find anything that you were like just this is crap?
2: Um <laughs> not not really. I mean, I um I I I think y'all might have even answered this and some people answered it on social media. There was a couple of times I had lead break on me. Uh I actually had a uh, Blackwing 602 mm. uh, the the modern one mm-hmm. uh, where the lead just kept breaking at the tip and I sharpened a little bit more and it'd break and I sharpened a little more and it'd, b- it'd break again. And, you know, people told me maybe I was using too much force when I was sharpening it or maybe the lead had been broken from it a fall. But, um, after that, that was really my only problem, I guess. I had that, uh, the Kuma lips, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, I just found I couldn't really use that. I would, it, you know, if I took off both end caps of it, it's a pencil sharpener that has a cone to collect shavings and another cone to to cover it, just to put it in your pocket. I'll, on that particular sharpener, just as I was sharpening, it, the the hold was just too small. Um, so, you know, but I the and I've heard y'all talk about these, but I'm still going to pronounce everything wrong. The rachetta, as I said, the um, the ratcheting pencil sharpener. Mm-hmm. It's the last thing I reviewed on Pencil Week. And it, um, it had a little bit bigger uh, spot for holding, uh, shaving. So I actually did decide that an enclosed pencil sharpener is not the end of the world. It's just my experience before that. Yeah. Uh, was it super broad? But yeah, I mean, it's a pencil. I mean, and not to make that too simple of a statement, but, you know, if I buy a, you know, 12 cents for, you know, a dozen pencils, that's probably going to be a bad experience. But none of the older ones that I tried, I had any problems with. You know, one of the ones that Bob sent me was a ten dollar uh, pencil. I posted a picture of it. It has square lead, um, and it's horribly off center. If I had used that one, it probably would have been a bad experience. <laughs> but I was just like, it's a ten dollar pencil. I'm not going to sharpen this, especially because it wasn't like a ten dollar like modern drafting pencil or something that you know with super hard lead that I could use for a particular thing. But yeah, I mean, cool. Yeah, it, it was good experiences all around.
0: Johnny, do you have any any follow ups?
1: Yeah, I was wondering uh, after this week what your favorite pencil or pencils in the world are right now, or if they <laughs> you know they sort of change like every day.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think every time y'all do a podcast, it changes for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm even more condensed on that because I also have this. Wealth of knowledge that is kind of just flying over my head. And so, you know, I don't want to be the uncool guy that, like, says, Oh, well, this is my favorite pencil. And it's like 99 tied to, like, you know, just the aura of the pencil. And, you know, the, <laughs> you know, people have said the 602, you know, that's, that's right up there. That's one of those that I'm like, Why do I like this pencil this much? You know, is it because it has the weird shaped, you know, ferrule on it? Or if it's, you know, the eraser, is it the, the history, I read way too much about the controversy <laughs> of the original the modern, and so it's like i should should I hate this pencil you know? <laughs> um, but um, man, I should have them in front of me there's I actually got every one of the pencils and was going to bring it and have it sitting in front of me so I could be uh, looking over all of them but um, yeah the <laughs> there was A couple of that had the, the, the core was just a little bit thicker. And so those were just, uh, more interesting, I guess. And, um, so I I enjoyed using those a little bit more. I liked actually like, there was one called the tri-rex and I just don't know enough about all the history of these. That's Richard's best. Uh, I believe is the pencil company that made that. It's one of those, I don't know if I should just be like grinding these pencils down and, or if I should be, you know, thinking a little bit more about it when I do it, but it's a, little bit oversized and it has a triangle grip Mm. and for me that just worked really well now you have to sharpen it a ton because you can only flip it in thirds so you can't really keep it at a sharp point and it's a fat one and the only oversized pencil sharpener i have doesn't put a very long point on it so you're you're kind of it gets blunt pretty quickly but i enjoyed using that one a lot um yeah um i'm trying i'm not going to mention any mechanical pencils it's all
0: right (laughs) I actually i'm ha- yeah. trying okay. to i'm trying to come up with a a review of a mechanical pencil and it's it's really hard just cuz i don't know the language like it's a it's a science unto itself almost yeah yeah i like some of your reviews of the mechanical the, pencils
2: the tombo mono 100 uh, mm-hmm. i like that one and then the mitsubishi is it high uni how do you say that i think that's yeah. how you would say it yeah um yeah being I, I, and honestly, I've used way more pencils than we on here. A few people's feedback was, hey, man, fire hose, slow down. And so <laughs> I've, I've got probably, I mean, and some of them may actually last to next pencil week, but I've probably got 30 or 40 more pencil reviews just sitting, waiting. Wow. Um, and so, you know, it's, there's just too many to narrow down. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> you know, I guess the a couple I didn't do the – uh, the Laddie, the Ticonderoga Laddie, you know, it's just, and I think that's it's it's a little bit bigger. It's a round one. I hadn't really, I thought I wouldn't like the round ones, but I kind of enjoyed using that one.
0: Hmm. Tim would like to to hear that one. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: hmm.
0: <laughs> what were some of your least favorite pencils that you used?
2: Yeah, um, one, some of them I didn't review. Um, one of them which surprised me, but then actually. I can't remember which one of you guys mentioned this, the, um, the, and I'll say this one too, the Faber Castell, the grip, the 2001 mm. for me, that just, I love the grip. And I just, you know, before I started writing with it, I thought I was going to love it, but it just, it felt, it just scratchy is not the right word. That's the, that's the fountain pen word, but you know, it was, it was a little bit rough writing with it. It just wasn't super smooth. Mm-hmm. And so I raced, it. I had three of them, I think. And, I would, you know, sharpen a little bit more and try, and I actually had three different size ones. I got the the pack that had three different sizes or uh, uh, hardness, mm-hmm. um, and all of them were kind of the same. And so I don't know if I just didn't know what I was doing or if that's to be expected. But
0: I, I would say almost. I would probably use the word scratchy to describe those. What do you, What do you think, Johnny?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Anything's softer than like a two B? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. scratchy in a in a pleasant way. It's not like a pin, <laughs> but. Yes, not yeah.
2: <laughs> I guess I just, you know, coming into this, like one of the first ones I tried was the, uh, Mitsubishi, uh, high uni and nine B. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, just like writing with butter almost. And it's just, it's, <laughs> it's a satisfying use. And I had to sharpen it a good bit, but you know, I'd kind of use a little bit, uh, a few more soft pencils. And then I jumped over to, to that one and, that one kind of threw me a little bit. I I still have them, I'm not throwing them out. I'll go back to them later and see if I can if my my mind changes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So so how how many other reviews did you say you have?
2: Um I, I can't remember what I said, but and uh yeah. Probably 30 to 40. Wow. When do you sleep? And you have two kids. I have three kids. Yeah. Three kids. Three, three kids less than three years apart. Uh, oh. So I've got a, a three-year-old and a two-year-old and then a, a little wee one. Yeah, I, you know, I do sleep. I own my own business and I yeah. have my own office where I'm the only uh, occupant of my office. I actually have two pretty big rooms. And so I actually can go into a, a room and actually have an entire desk that is just set up for this blog. So I have like a <laughs> massive desk. I just go there and sit down and – um takes longer to take pictures, so I don't have pictures, I and mean, I don't think almost any, almost all the pencils that I've reviewed that aren't on the website don't have don't have pictures yet. So, hmm. but um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't take me a ton of time. It takes me more time. I like to use them for a little bit, so I don't want to just you know use it for five minutes and write a review. So I've just kind of been using them since Bob sent me his stack, and since I I ordered some from Pencils. dot com pretty early. Um, I got the Palomino sampler from them and things like that. So. It took me a little while using them, but then I just started spitting them out. So if you think my reviews are horrible, you know, and I need to spend more time, you know, let me know. But I, you know, I I,
0: just—I think they were great. I, I, yeah, I thought it was thought it was interesting, and yeah, just you—you had a lot of pencils that I've, you know, some some that I'd never even heard of before. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in your in your partnership with Bob just because like I've talked to him a few times and I actually traded um I sent him a I ordered on eBay probably a dozen um original black wings and I sent him maybe six of them and he sent me back a whole bunch of just like like old duplicates that he had of, of really interesting pencils so I've I've talked to him a little, to a little bit but we've never you know I think I even reached out to him about Erasable just to let him know it existed and I didn't hear back from him so I I kind of figured he was you know, a little bit out of a commission, but
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean honestly you probably know him as well as I do from from that. I just I was kind of looking around. I had a couple people I thought maybe would make good fits, but mm-hmm. before pencil week, and I said this might not have ended up being the best thing, but before pencil week I thought, you know, if I just go to somebody like pencils dot com or um pencils.net, which I think is the other one that you worked for, um
0: well, I worked for pencils.com and pencils.net is, yeah. I think they're Musgrave.
2: Pencil things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is pencil that, things. Is? Pencil things, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I just I had a, several on my radar. I don't know if I'd emailed any of the other ones what they would have even said. But I just thought, you know, hey, let's – all these old brand name pencils, this to me seems like maybe a little bit more interesting uh, and it would kind of be a little bit more variety. So I just said, hey, Bob, do you want to do this? And he was the first person I emailed um, – I, I sent out maybe one tweet about, Hey, does anybody want to sponsor this? And I had a couple of people that I've already kind of been working with and with pins, uh, say, yeah, they would send me like one or two things or, but they weren't really up for like sponsorship or, <laughs> you know, anything more than that. But yeah, I think, you know, and I hope Bob's gotten, you know, some good traffic from it. I'm not sure, you know, being a mostly pin blog and this being the first pencil week, you know, my, the click throughs were decent, but they, you know, I don't know. yeah. Um, we'll see. I hope people are buying stuff from him, but yeah, I mean, he was super great. We went back and forth. I actually never talked to him on the phone. We just emailed back and forth. Um, he seemed like he thought it was a, a good idea. And he sent me this ridiculously long list of links saying, these are all the pencils I'm going to send you. Uh, <laughs> and so it kind of blew my mind. Just the amount of, you know, the pencils we kind of had. some uh, Yeah. And all the other stuff, but um, so, yeah. Um, his, and, his site is not amazing when I,
0: Sometimes I just spend like, you know, an hour at a time just kind of looking through and looking at all the different cool pencils he has. I would be kind of being kind of a web development geek, I would love to know if he has some sort of a, a CMS behind that or if those are all like just statically built pages that he's just kind of strung together.
2: It's got to be something because yeah. even my, the massive review index I have on my website, I actually have hit all kinds of limits uh, yeah. on just how long documents can be and things like that. And some of his stuff is just, I mean, he. Oh, yeah. It's real. It'll you know it'll hurt your brain if you just <laughs> spend too much time over there. Yeah. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah. Super cool. Um, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, I think we've mentioned on the show be- a few times before, but uh, com is an insanely complete resource. And it's not even fully complete of all the pencils out there. But he has pencils from the 1800s all the way up to modern day, organized by brand, organized by country of origin. Uh, mostly organized um, chronologically. It's it's amazing and a lot of fun. You can see a lot of variants of, of pencils out there. So um, do you think you're going to be doing Pencil Week um, yearly or biannually or any idea yet?
2: Yeah. Um, the, There's a secret. The, yeah, the unofficial next one, I guess, I'll, this will let the uh, – the cat out of the bag on part of it. The unofficial uh, next one, which is in the calendar, is a year from now, mm-hmm. it's, it actually is not quite, it's not exactly a year. Um, and I wouldn't mind having more before then, but I'd, I'm going to wait a little bit longer and kind of see the kind of trailing feedback of, you know, is this something that my readers can handle a entire week solid of nothing else? <laughs> um, and I think probably so. I mean, there's 52 weeks in a year. If I did two Solid on pencils, but but I may not because one thing I want to do is I want to do just I mean pencils are just gonna be part of the the website so hmm. um, so I, I'm I don't know that there'll be pencil reviews uh, I don't know I do I do tons of reviews and uh, so you know there may be pencil and eraser and sharpener reviews every week anyway so hmm. we'll just have to kind of wait and see it, it will at least be every year you know if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> Are you going to do any um, other weeks, like
0: uh, yeah, r- ruler um, week or something? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I am, yeah. And um, pencil week to me was a great first week because it's not like – I don't know. Some people may look at it as gimmicky, having like a week or whatever, uh, the pencil week kind of thing. But I just thought I'll start with something. Um, and pencil week came into my mind before the idea to do other weeks. But after I kinda of came up with that idea, I'm like, yeah, let's do pencil week first. And that way later on, you know, when I focus on kind of one thing at a time. And my thought on that is, you know I don't know about ruler week. I had not thought <laughs> about that
0: one. Um I <laughs> would like to I would like to formally request typewriter week. What is that? Typewriter week. Typewriter week. I, oh, will, I will I will contribute love. uh three reviews to typewriter week. Yeah.
2: Well I've got there's actually a guy who sells uh typewriters on uh oh, man is it on Etsy or I follow him on Instagram, and he's—I think he's in Kentucky, and um, he's got some awesome stuff. He just refurbs them, and I think he may either work near or for a some type of museum or something. Hmm. Uh, But and this is horrible. I should be giving him actual credit. But look at who I follow on Instagram. I guess Mm -hmm. you probably find him. Um, But yeah, I've already put out the call. Hey, who do I know that has one? That's cool. Because. And I keep this wide open. The letter in pen, paper, ink letter Mm -hmm. means it means it basically means anything that does is not covered in pen, paper, ink. So, you know, yeah, it could be typography for all anybody knows, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, so writing letters and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, um, cool. Typewriters would be more expensive. See, the one thing I loved about Pencil Week, I did 36 posts and I have tons more in the wings. I've not spent a million dollars, but man, if I did. Twenty-five typewriter post. Oh man! And I even tried to pay for that.
0: You would definitely yeah. have to outsource that. I think. Yes. There's a there's a guy actually. He writes for the Cramped a little bit, and he has a a really good blog, Curious Rat. Uh, Harry Marks. Uh, he uh, he's a big typewriter fan, and he has I know he has a few of them, and I bet he would be an interesting guy to talk to. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I've also I'm not you know, uh, I'm not super old or super young. I still consider myself to be young, but I. I've lived through the uh, – everybody used typewriters, and then the computer takes over. Now no one can find typewriter ribbons. Yeah. Where are they? There's like one guy in your town that sells them, and so they almost completely die. And now the internet is so big, it doesn't matter if you have a typewriter. <laughs> so yeah. I, I do think they're kind of the – with the exception of how ridiculously expensive they are to ship. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's you know, true. That's kind of the the holdback. So. But yeah, yeah. there will be – There'll be more weeks. Some of them will be much more tied to what I've already been doing, uh, much more connected to, like, fountain pens and inks and uh, that. But then some of them will be kind of – I think pencil week was a great way of kind of introducing pencils. Now I'm going to, you know, keep doing pencils, and it won't feel like this weird thing. Yeah, Um, absolutely. And so, you know, having other weeks will kind of be the same thing. That's cool. I'm going to kind of stock up. Awesome.
0: Um, Well, we have uh, reached a little past an hour, so we should probably – Probably wrap it up soon uh Johnny, do you have any any final final questions for Heath
1: Ah uh, no,
2: no, no I can think of
0: Heath any uh comments or questions for us or
2: anything you um, wanted wanted to add well, yeah, I do a podcast myself, and mm. it's me by myself and I talk over an hour, so mm-hmm. sorry for for I oh no,
0: I super late. I love your podcast um, by the way it's 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 infrequent, but it's always. It's always very very polished and very directed, which I really like.
2: Yeah. It's, I'm trying to do them once a month. I think I've almost done once a month since I started, but it's, they're sporadic when they come out. But I, are you doing a possible. pencil one? I am. I was going to do it before this podcast, but I thought, hey, let me talk to the experts, and then maybe it would come off a little bit better. So <laughs> we didn't. it wasn't in May. It will be in June. I actually may end up doing two podcasts in June. But, mm. yeah, I mean I love y'all's stuff. The first six um, episodes of Erasable I think are – they're huge great you know kind of launching point for people the post you did on uh starter pencils Andy mm-hmm. I think it's it's a bit of a fire hose because I've done all this research it is liter- it just literally reads as a list of what to do and I think it's perfect I think for people that that's the first time they read it's just like anything any uh, here's the way to get into it it's kind of if they they're just going to have to go out and buy the stuff you recommend and then try it and then they'll understand everything you're talking about yeah and kind of the Johnny did the one on the evolution of the pencil. And that I,
0: was fascinating. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think it was long winded. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, go back and read. Uh, oh, man. Some of my go back and read my review on the Baron Fig notebook or mm. uh, the one I did on uh, uh, Furrow Books, the beta of his Kickstarter. I mean, most of my reviews are kind of short and to the point. I try not to go too long, but every now and then one just kind of, you know, I, I'll write a 10 page paper on it. But no, I think y'all are doing awesome stuff. I'm I was stoked to be on here. I have not used that word in a long time. But there you are. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's been great to be on.
0: Awesome, and it's been it's been an honor having you on. Um, yeah, definitely. Can, can you tell everybody kind of where where they can find you on the internet?
2: Yeah, and um, I'm gonna have to have you guys on at some point too. Oh yeah, but um, I'd love to do that. Yeah, penpaperinkletter dot com. Um, no hyphens or anything. And then uh, at We the People, and I, thought I
0: love that easier. pun. By the way, I love I, that
2: pun. I do too. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've written to uh, Ryan Goulet a few times for his videos, and he always says We the P P I L, which is probably better to say it that way because you know what it is. But yeah, on Twitter it's We the P P I L, um, and on Facebook it's just slash pen paper ink letter, and then We the P P I L on Tumblr, and the same thing on Instagram, and I'm actually like you, Andy, on app.net, nerd it up. Yes. Um, pen, paper, ink, letter. <laughs> and then uh, actually I'm Google Plus too, pen, paper, ink, letter. So I'm pretty much on everything that's, uh, you know, big in the U.S. <laughs> Are you on WhatsApp? I'm, I'm not. on Snapchat. I, I'm too old. I mean, <laughs> I may do that, but I feel like a poser. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we we need a pencil Snapchat. I think that's what we what we should do. It's erasable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Snapchat is erasable. Snapchat is the pencil of social networks. <laughs> that <would be> rough. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you very, very much, Heath, for for joining us. Yeah. And um, so uh, you can find um,
1: well, Johnny, where can where can people find you on the internets? Um, I am at pencilrevolution.com dot com on Twitter at pencilution and on Instagram at Johnny Gamber with nothing in between. Cool. I'm on uh,
0: woodclinch.com. This is Andy Wellfley. Uh Woodclinch.com. Um, I'm on Twitter at @woodclinched and um, on App.net. I think I have at @woodclinched, uh, but mostly I just use Andy W on App.net. Um, this is the Erasable Podcast. Uh, we are at erasable.us. You can find this episode at erasable.us/slash-seven. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at erasable at erasablepodcast. So uh, this has been episode number seven, and we hope you will not erase us from your uh, podcast feed. But uh, indeed, we are the Erasable Podcast. Thank you very much for listening.